smelly pirate hooker. Wonky, wonky. Go away. Read some books. Don't look at me with that tone of voice or I put you in the shirt. Nobody fucks with the Jesus. I like the Christmas babies, Trent. And I like the way my skin feels when I'm wearing my rainbow jacket. Happy New Year, motherfuckers. <clears throat> We're back with another one. And, Dill, what's your New Year's resolution that you're going to break in a week? Break in a week? Isn't that what everybody does? They're just like, New Year, New Me? Yeah, but I actually commit to it. Okay, well then, what are you committing 2023, to? 2023, you know what I committed to? What? I committed to losing weight. You know what I did? I lost weight. So in 2024, I'm going to get fucking huge. So you like heard fat? What? No. No. <laughs> I'm going to get muscular. What the fuck you mean fat? You think I'm just going to reverse it? So what? You're going to get on trend? Hell no. I ain't hopping on trend. You ain't going to get as big as you could be then. Uh, yeah, I know. I know. But I'm too young to be... Make him, you know, I don't know, man. Don't let your balls shrink. That's what I'm saying. Like, maybe, maybe when I'm like 40, you know, 40, 50 years old. And then you want to get things, Jack yeah, Grandpa. And, and then things are going downhill. Yeah, I'll go on TRT. Why not? But, you know, I don't think I'll ever do trend. Have you heard of the trend cough? No. So, when people take trend, it uh, your body will have this, like, horrible reaction to get rid of it. And the only way you can think of how to get rid of it, because you inject this shit, right, is coughing. So you'll cough, like, so fucking hard for, like, ten minutes. Like, like coughing so hard, like, blood will come up. You know what I mean? Damn. I, I've witnessed this happening with a friend group of mine. I know a dude who does trend. And he took it, and he was like, it's coming, it's coming. And he got on the floor, and he got in the field position. And I'm like, what the fuck? And then I started talking to Sarah, which is a friend of mine that's also, like, knows him. And she was like, she explained it to me. He was like, he's about to start coughing his fucking brains out. Just get ready. And I seen it, and he just, he calls it the trend cough. And for probably about eight to ten minutes, that dude was, like, red in the face, like, hyperventilating, coughing, blood coming out of his mouth. And then he got up and just started lifting fucking weights and listening to music. That's fucked up. Yeah. That can't be healthy for Yeah. You. He said it's a 50-50 shot every time you inject it, if you'll get trend cough. Because your body's trying to get rid of that shit. Yeah, your body's just like, Your body's nope. freaking the fuck out. And it happens within minutes of injecting it. Minutes. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't think I'll ever do trend. Yeah. I don't, I don't think that... I don't think anybody should be doing trend. No, I don't think so either. To be honest. Like, I understand the, the bodybuilders that are wanting, you know, like, they're... Yeah, I, th I, th I like, steroids, like, other steroids, perhaps, like, gear, maybe. I don't I haven't done a lot of research on gear or TRT, but trend seems kind of dangerous. I don't know. I don't know about that. So. Be a real man. Inject, like, great, <laughs> great white shark testosterone. Bull shark testosterone straight into each testicle? Yeah, yeah. I don't know if that's the play. Says you. Oh. <laughs> that sounds like somebody who's a shrimp to me. That's you know? right. Like, that, so, scientists need to get on it. What we need is we need some Tyrannosaurus Rex testosterone. Oh, shit, dude. You know there's some mad lads that would do it. Oh, yeah. They wouldn't be able to scratch their back or the they, top of their head. They, they'd be like, oh, you got, you got T-Rex testosterone? I'm injecting that. that shit. Let me get that. Right in my butt going to start roaring before he lifts that fucking squat. Oh, why did I go Wookie? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My goodness. 
But yeah, if I ever if I ever got to that point where my testosterone's sloping downhill, you know, and I still want to maintain a good physique or maybe even a better physique than I had, you know, at my peak, yeah, I'd hop on TRT. Sure. But you're waiting until it's like oh, kind yeah, of I'm medically wait, necessary. Yeah, I'm waiting till my my my, wait ball, you have my kids balls have and, given up. Yeah, wait yeah. until you have kids and you know all that shit. You don't want to. You don't if I fuck that. it up now, then I'll need it for the rest of my life, and I don't want to do that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Not to mention, you know, you don't want to. You don't want to have to use like the testosterone roll-on shit or like the cream uh, no, and then you end up having a you know a wife with a beard because she sleeps next to you and... not to, not to mention yeah <laughs> <laughs> but not to mention uh <laughs> i lost train of thought because of the fucking oh my god anyway um she has a vienna sausage as a clit <laughs> don't bring it up man i've seen it i've seen it it's fucking scary I completely lost what, what I was well, going to say. I got super excited. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've looked, but Lethal Company won better with friends. Yep. I've seen that. And not only that, but a random guy that at work came up to me. Um, I used to work with him a lot. And he was talking about he was talking about games, and I was just like, have, have you played Lethal Company? And he was just like, dude. I'm addicted to Lethal Company. Mm-hmm. It was like, my man. He was. I was like, did you buy it after the awards? He did Better With Friends? He's like, yeah, yeah, but ten bucks. He was just like, hell yeah, I'm going to do it. We started talking about that game. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he's like, I've only really been able to play with randoms. He goes, but still, like, that game's super fucking fun. Oh, yeah. And he was talking about the different mods and stuff that... I told him about that multiplayer mod, so he's going to check that out. But if he ever wants to play, we could possibly invite him sometime. Yeah. You know? Yeah, we need to we need to find out a good time. But I've been on the Boulder's Gate 3 kick. That's been my primary thing. I know I got you into finals, so I've been playing finals with you here and there, but... Yeah, finals has absorbed a lot of my time lately. I'm cheesing, I'm cheesing my first playthrough. Because it's like, if I really want that dice to pass, I'm going to make sure that dice passes. Go ahead, do that. That's fine. But my second playthrough, I'm just going to let it fucking roll. Yeah. And if people die, people die. Like I, I'm telling you, before I got past the first area, like the, the very first area, like with like the village and the goblins and all that, I probably went through it about nine times before I actually got through it because I wanted to just keep going back because there was just things that I did that I noticed just changed things that I didn't like. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And everything that you say, do, everything matters. And everything has consequences and benefits. Some of them have only consequences. I think the thing that I've been trying to wrap my mind around because my entire life, you know, of me playing games, it's like, you have a singular path that you're supposed to take. And there might be a couple different like branch-offs, but you end up in the same area. And with this, there's none of that. There's none of that. So, like, I went in and just killed everything in the goblin camp. Just 
wiped the floor with them, just beating the shit out of them with my axe. But there's 50 other ways to fucking deal with it. Oh, yeah. You know, so it's like... It's, you can go in there as a bard and play a fucking a, a tune and be like, we're going to slay the goblins here today, you know, or something like that, and it'll scare them away, and they'll run. Or you could go in there as a barbarian and roar really loud, and they'll be like, holy shit, that's a big-ass barbarian, and they'll just run away. Yeah, there's there's tons or, of different things to do. Or you could go in there and smear shit on your face, and they'll be like, he's one of us, let him through. I'm not kidding. You can do all these things. I've done it. I got in I got in by uh, disguising um, as a drow. Mm-hmm. That works. And so then I was able to just waltz right in, because they were just like, oh, you're one of my betters. And it was just like, yeah, bitch. Yeah, bitch. <laughs> Get the fuck out of my way. You see the three fucking ogres? Oh, yeah, they were on my... I, ha- I had them help me out whenever I finally killed all the in- uh, leaders. Then I yeah. went outside, and then the rest of the camp like tried to bum rush me. Oh, yeah. And I was just like, I'm calling the ogres. I, I love that guy. Look, boys, fortune favors our bellies. I- <laughs> I don't like that I'm. I now, if I want to summon him again, it's going to cost me a thousand gold. Because he was just like, "There's not enough meat here." It's like, what are you talking about, dude? There's like thirty goblins. He's <laughs> just like, not enough meat. That's a that's like a fucking jalapeno popper for that motherfucker, bro. I thought about killing him right then and there, but then I was like, no, I'm going to call on you one more time, and then I'll kill you. <laughs> and then I'll kill you because he was he was hurting. Oh, yeah. He was hurting by the end of it. It would have made, like, one pop, and he would have died. One pop. But, I mean, I was hurting, too. We just got done with a battle. Oh, so. yeah. It was a big fight. Oh, yeah. I I had to take, 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 bleh. I had to take a couple whacks at that. Yeah, take a couple attempts. Was yeah. it the Goblin Fortress? Well, yeah, it was, um, you know, I, because I, I completed, you know, I finished all the leaders, yeah. So I basically took out the leadership, but in order to get back to the camp to actually be victorious in the objective, because they were already going to scatter, I had to get to the waypoint. But whenever I left that, you know, fortress into the outside camp, that the whole camp just converged on me. Mm-hmm. So I was in battle the whole time. So it was like shit. I got to do this because I didn't poison them all or whatever before I did it. So it's it's a little bit of a, a little bit of foresight goes a long way in that game. I should have poisoned them all and yeah. then I would have only had to deal with like maybe three of them. I wouldn't have had to call the ogres. Yeah. But no. You want to know how bad my first playthrough went? You know how you go in like the the like the two the uh, druids and the other the other species or whatever the are like fighting. Yeah, yeah, they're all fighting. Yeah. I went in there and I'd said something and it causes a turf war and they all kill each other immediately. And I'm just like, what the fuck? And I literally just watched a slaughter happen, right? And they all died. And then I went to the goblin camp, right? And I killed all of them too. And then I went through the entire map and there was just no one alive. Nobody to talk to. Nobody to negotiate with or anything. There was nobody to sell to. I just went through the world just gathering shit with full pockets. Just like, what the fuck? How do you get to act two then? I couldn't. I had to start over. That's what I'm saying. I was fucked up. I'm talking, I caused a civil fucking war and I just watched it unfold in front of me and I didn't do shit about it. I was like, holy shit, guys, this is nuts. What are you talking about? You did plenty. You ate popcorn. I mean, yeah, I ate popcorn. 
but kicked your feet up, and you're like, let's watch how this plays I out. I just like, I want to see who wins. Oh, shit, that bear just slapped that dude's arm off. You know, like, it was just mayhem. I'm wondering if, uh, because one of the things you can do. Shit. My bad. One of the things you can do is join the goblin camp. I noticed that was an option. Yeah, you can be bad. And, and I wonder how you get to act two then. Because wouldn't that you know mean that, that you, know you that? kill all the druids and everything? So it's like... You need, well, they have a way to get you to act two. Oh, okay. okay. I'm not going to spoil it, but if you want to go that route, you can... I've done it. That's the beauty of it, is that, like, you know, we're... Technically, we're doing spoilers, but it's just act one. But it's like, this is just one of, like, a hundred different you, possibilities. I promise you, there's probably about seven different ways to go to act two. Probably about seven. My next is I'm going to the Underdark. Yeah. I, I want to hit level five before I've, I go to I've act I went two. just a tiny bit into the Underdark. Just a tiny, tiny bit. I went in when I was level three and got bum-rushed by a bunch of fucking things. I went in when I'm level five and that shit's rough, so be careful. Yeah, I'm level four now. But I did uh, I did end up pocketing um, Gale. Oh, yeah? And went with Carlax instead. My team is usually... Uh, what's his name? A fair... What is it? Astarian. Astarian. The vampire dude. Yeah. The Carlac and, um, what the hell's her name? Shadowheart? No. Lazelle? Githy Yankee. Yeah. Lazelle. Uh-huh. That's usually what I run with. See, I do Shadowheart for, like, the, the healing. Um, she has, like, command. Mm-hmm. So I can have people, you know, because, like, I, I had to defeat some guys, but there's one guy that had a sword that he would... He would bend me over and just butt fuck me with that sword. Jeez. So I was just like, I'm going to use command on you. And so he dropped it. And then I was just like, all right, now you're just a little bitch. And then I killed him with ease. Yeah. That's, what I, that's what I love is the very beginning, that demon. You can make him drop his sword. I know. I want to play again and, and get Dude, that that's sword. What I, it's so good. You'll use it to like level eight. I... I know, I know. And it does fire damage. Every time you hit somebody, it's like they stepped in fire. Yeah. that That's that's what I love about that game, is that it's just... I can tell that it's easily got like a thousand hours. Oh, God, yeah. Easily. I, I just had to take a break because it was just... I went through the same area so many times. I was like, I gotta take a break. I've noticed that I play for a couple hours... And it's, my brain is just it like... It takes a lot. It's a lot of numbers. It's a lot of number crunching. It's a lot of thinking about, you know, who it, needs what, and this and that, and yeah, where to go, and... There's a lot of mental... What should I have said in that moment? Should I load a save because I did the wrong thing? Yeah, there, there's a lot of mental... I completely get it. I get it. I Like I said, I restarted multiple times. Whereas, like, Rogue Trader? Josh really wants me to get that one. It's fun, dude. It's really fucking he told, fun. He told me it's not quite like Boulder's Gate. It's similar. <clears throat> it's it, sim- it doesn't have as much openness. Yeah. Which is kind of a good thing. I, I, the thing I like about it is the theme, though. Is yeah. that style with 40k shit. You know what I mean? Well, and I've been... I need to get through it. I have like four weeks until I go on our our trip. 
because I wanted to take a, a new book because I have like maybe a hundred pages left. Yeah, and like I'll probably finish that on the plane flight. Yeah. Like, so I'm wanting to get through it before I go. I got four weeks, but I'm doing the Eye of Terror, and it's about a rogue trader. Oh, really? So I started reading that shortly before Rogue Trader came out. As kind of like, but it's one of the first novels that they ever wrote, 40K-wise. So, I mean, it's grossly not canon anymore. But yeah. I have hope. Maybe they'll make it audio form because they, they're doing that with the old Space Wolf omnibuses. And apparently that shit is, is just wildly different than what it is today. Yeah. So... I think they're they're starting to do some of the books that are no longer canon, but they're making them audio form because they want that money, and they know people will buy it. So maybe we're going to get some older 40K books where that it was way more ridiculous. Way more ridiculous. Which is fun. I've been slacking on the audio books. I need to get back on it. They're they're fun, man. But it, it's just I feel like I gotta take like breaks because man, you fucking you listen you listen to the books for three days in a row. Holy shit! You almost get like lost in it a little bit. Yeah, you know what I mean. I've I've taken a break from the audio books because I'm focusing on trying to finish that one. So I'm just trying to do like podcasts and shit. Yeah, you ever been like extremely into a movie and then it's over and you're just like, I'm back in my body now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Does that yeah. make sense? Oh yeah. I have that a lot with the audiobooks. And like for but movies are three hours at most. But I've listened to audiobooks for six hours at work before. And can't like been mopping and doing all kinds of stuff and I just don't even remember doing it. I think the longest forty K book I have is over eighteen hours. And it's I mean it was a fantastic book. Shadowbreaker, fantastic book. So many shitheads in it. So many shitheads. Yeah. And it's got the Tau, which is like, meh. I love the mechs. If I was to paint any of the models, it would be... They're like gigantic mechs. That, they're like Gundams on crack. Yeah. Gaskell is like, what, nine hours? Something like that, yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I did four hours and then like a couple hours at a time to finish it. They're, they're fun. That was a good one, though. That was a good one. You I need like to start one. the heresy. Yeah. You need to start the heresy. But, you know, they they finally officially pinned the deal with Cavill and Amazon. So that's happening. Mm-hmm. That's, it's no longer just like, hey, we're working on this. They pinned the contract. So hopefully in a year or two we're going to hear that, you know, they have a cast, this is what they're going to do, you know, and we'll actually start seeing shit about it. Yeah. But I'm thinking 2026, 2027, before we actually get what we're going to, you know, be getting. But apparently Cavill, uh, every single writer that's going to be a part of it is a fan of 40K. So that makes me wonder how the interview process was, oh, yeah. where he was just like, "What's your army?" And he, "Oh, I don't, I don't do my get the fuck out." Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen the interview he's having with those two extremely attractive interviewers? 
Oh, and like the other it? guy. The yeah, other... there's the guy, and he's sitting there, and he's just like, the woman's just like, so uh, what do you do for fun? And he's just like, yeah, I'm extremely into the tabletop Warhammer 40K universe. I love it. I always have. I've been playing it since, you know, way back when. And the other dude was like, oh, you play Warhammer? He's like, yeah, yeah, what do you? And he was like, yeah, dude, I've been playing Tau. He was like, he was like, I'm on a Tyranids right now, bro. Like, what you, like, what's up? And he was just like, are you, are you serious? And he was like, yeah, man, you want to get on Discord? We can link up. You want to hop in? We can tabletop. <laughs> and the girls are just sitting there just like, what is he talking about? And the dudes are just geeking hard, hard. Like, it's the funniest thing, dude. He's like, because he's got the chiseled jaw, one of the most attractive dudes, to like, literally on the magazine. And you see him nerding out and ignoring the two attractive women. It's just so un... Just, We're in a new era, dude. Yeah, I wasn't ready for that, honestly. We're in a new era where you can be the most attractive woman on the planet. Do not get in between a fucking nerd nerding out. Yeah, I was about to say, those, those guys, they had it. They had they linked up. Those guys linked up. Oh, yeah. They had a, uh, you know... We need to get you into the models, man. Man, I don't got the money to be getting into models right now, man. People say that, you find a way, okay? okay? I'm, I'm going to have to be freaking, you know... Nerddom finds I'm a gonna, way. I'm going to have to be, you know, doing favors on the streets to be making money for my figures. They call it plastic crack, dude. Start sucking dick. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> what I just said. I'm going to have to start fucking sucking dick on the block to be affording my, you know, my chaos marine. Legion. Well, I was talking to my brother about it, and because I was like, "Yeah, you know, it's my main. The main thing that I won't, I haven't played the tabletop yet, is just because every single video you watch, they're just like they're just playing a match. So it's like, okay, so how do you? Because I don't have like you know the official rule book, and I haven't, I haven't dove into all that shit that you need to. So it's just like, how exactly do you play? Like, you know, they're like, oh, you get 36 attacks. And it's just like, okay, where do you fucking get that from? You know, because they have a stat sheet, but it's like, there's not anything on there to just say, okay, this is what this stat means. This is what this stat means. This is what this stat means. It, they just play the game. Yeah. So he was just like, no, no, no. Come with me. You know, we'll go to the game place that, you know, we set up at and, and use their terrain and everything. He's like, we'll teach you how to play. So, I'm going to learn how to play. Okay. But that's not my New Year's resolution. My New yeah. Year's resolution is I, I really want to learn how to code. Like, really learn how to code. So, I'm going to get that Code Academy, and I just don't know which, I don't know which language I want to learn to code. Because there's like I, I, 20 you of see, them. You know a little bit more than I do already. So you have like a surface like knowledge. I did, I did programming in high school. All of my knowledge that I did in high school was digital electronics. I was using like solder and, and flux to put circuit boards together with capacitors and transistors and resistors. Well, what... Um, so whenever I look at code, because I took that, you know, like basic programming thing... Mm -hmm. I can look at code and be like, oh, that's declaring a variable. That's, you know, that's an if-then statement. That's, you know, I can kind of decipher what the code is and what it does, but I just need to learn how to write it. Just have a project and say, this is what I want it to do, and then figure out how to actually code it and design it and write it. 
That's that's what I want. I want the full like suite. I don't want just to be able to. I'm not retarded whenever I look at a code and just. I don't know what the fuck that is. That looks like Chinese to me. Yeah. You know, just I, I want to actually fully be able to understand it because that also would lead me to be able to maybe start trying to mod, and then we could do some wild shit with that. But then I got to learn how to do like you know the texture design and shit like that too possibly if I wanted to do that so it was just like god damn but yeah that's that's my new year's resolution that hopefully I won't fail it man I, I feel like such a fucking caveman like everybody's new year's resolution yeah I wanna I wanna get better at coding or my other buddy yeah I wanna I wanna learn more about like cars and stuff and how to fix them and another guy, you know, that I know, he's just like, yeah, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna, I'm gonna go back to college. I'm gonna, I'm, my New Year's resolution is to f- go back to college and finish that. And I'm just like, get bigger arm. <laughs> like, <laughs> hey man, fitness is important. We found that out the last few years. You're right. You're right. It's you know, and that's something that Americans ain't good at. You're not going to hear it on the news. If you're a fat fuck, you will live longer if you're not a fat fuck. They're going to tell you at BK you can have it your way. You know what I'm saying? That's what they're telling you. Well, and you know, you got you got the media that's just like, oh, it's fine. Just take this jab. Just take this jab and you'll be all right. It's like, no, 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 no. Your heart is working like three times harder than it needs to because you're 500 pounds. Yeah. Like, I, like, fat acceptance has gotten outrageous, in my opinion. Like, I don't think it's wrong to be fat. I think it's wrong to be okay with being fat. Yeah. That's my thing. There's nothing wrong with being a fat person, but if you're okay with being in that state, I think there's something wrong with you. I can't... If you, if you, if you wake up every day and you look in the mirror and you're like, these love handles that make it hard to get through doorways, and I can't, and I need extra seats and, you know... Airplanes, I'm okay with that. Yeah, that's a problem. That's a serious issue. Well, um, I don't, I don't know what it. I've been trying to get more into uh, Instagram as my uh, because Facebook's just so fucking lame, so fucking lame these days. And you know, I call it Boomer Book. I'm still on Boomer Book. I have a fucking problem, but I have, there's some fun fucking groups that I've found that I, I still want to keep around for that, right? Because it's funny hearing, like, the, the select few, uh, like, Gen Z millennials that are still on it, just talking mad shit to, like, the boomers and shit that are the primary users of it. They're, it's so goddamn funny sometimes, Mm. but... I guess there was a, I, I heard about it on one of the Rogan episodes. There was this, like, Instagram account that detailed all these different, like, um, like, fat enthusiasts, Instagrammers, and they're like, oh, do you remember this guy? Yeah, he died. You remember this chick? And it had, like, a clip. Yeah, Dead. You remember this one? Dead. Oh, shit. 
It's just like all these people that are like, be proud for being fat. And it's just like, yeah, they dying. How many 70-year-olds do you know that are fat? Like genuinely like fat, fat. Not very many. I wonder why. It's almost like it's bad for you and it kills you. Almost. Huh. Almost. And how many how many 40-year-olds do you know that are fat and they you could probably guess they were 70 because of the way that they act. Well, yeah, there's but that. But they're in their 40s. Th- there's that uh like how you get up off the floor. That's that yeah, that lay on your back and get off the floor. How quick can you do it? Does it hurt? Did you need to use your arms at all? Yeah, you uh it's one of those things where that that kind of shows you your your life expectancy because if it takes so it, that, goddamn that's your long, genuine age is how long it takes you to get off the floor. Yeah, if if it really strains you to get up off the floor from laying down on it, then you ain't got long, buddy. Yeah, you're you're looking your 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 physique is lacking, like and bad. That's the that's the thing is like humans can do incredible. I'm not things. saying that people need to be shredded. Listen, humans can do incredible things, and if getting off the floor is straining you, you have fallen, my friend, very far. I need to get back on it. I need to get back on the working out because these these past few weeks with all the holidays, man, that it has fucked me up. Yeah. But you just get back on the horse. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not. That's, it's that's not a the big thing deal. about these roads to improvement is it isn't the in. It's not an incline constantly. You're yeah. gonna tumble. You're gonna yeah. roll a little bit. Like it's gonna it's gonna be wavy. Yeah. I, I like I'm not gonna act like my my road to losing all that weight was perfect the entire time. I made mistakes. I overate some. Well, but. sometimes you gotta have a cheat day. Oh yeah. I Otherwise, have cheat that, days. if you if you take yourself out of it for so long, you have a good you have a good possibility of just like yeah. diving too deep back in. Yeah, and you want to know something? I did, for the first six months of me losing weight, I had nothing but chicken and rice. Nothing. Absolutely nothing else. Just chicken and rice and water. It was seasoned, of course. But That sounds awful anyway. I Six months. That's all I ate. And I got used to it, too. I looked forward to my chicken and rice every day. I, I, I literally created a mindset where I didn't even think of food as something to enjoy. It was merely a means to give me nutrition. Did you hear about the guy that um, that didn't eat for an entire year? Oh, yeah, he just did the drinking stuff. Yeah, he took, like, vitamins, mm-hmm. and he had water and coffee and tea. And apparently, like, his first meal after over a year of not eating any food, he, apparently he took a shit, like, every 40, 50 days. Damn. Yeah, and I'm just sitting there going, damn, son, like, was it just, like, one tiny little poop? and it was <laughs> done? Or, yeah, like, like, was it an actual, like, shit? Yeah. <laughs> But the shit that pops into my head, dude. Like, Nick's like, these are the questions that need to be asked. That's right. That's right. But apparently he had like a boiled egg and a piece of toast was like his very first man. He was like, I was so full after that. Oh my God. Dude, after that six months, just chicken and rice, I had six deep fried chicken tenders and ranch. I bet that was phenomenal. Dude, listen. You want to see an O face. Oh my God. 
<laughs> when I took a bite of that ranch, I straight shot a rope down my fucking pant leg, bro. I'm not kidding. <laughs> it was one of the most euphoric moments of my life. I had dopamine rushing through my whole body. I was just like... <laughs> I was literally like seizing out from the fucking how good it was. Do you know what six months of not enjoying food, not getting dopamine from food is like? And then That sounds awful. And then getting it? Oh my god. See, I'm... That, I ain't about that life. Listen, for a long time, food was how I got ha- like a good was a good portion of my happiness. Like I like to cook, and I really liked food. Well, I think that's where right? that's where a lot of people get fat yeah, is yeah. that you find comfort in food. Yeah, I really like food, so I took that away. So the only means of happiness I was getting was from lifting the weights. So I was lifting the weights constantly, and the food was just to keep me lifting weights. Because that feeling after lifting weights, you know, runner's high. You get it from doing any sort of lifting. When your body's, like, at its limit, and then you recover from it, and a few minutes later, you're just like, you just feel really good. Well, it's that accomplishment, too, because you're like, I I don't think I can lift that. And then Mm -hmm. you lift it. Mm -hmm. And then your body's like, woo! Or, like, I thought I was only going to do 20 reps, but I did 27. And now I'm laying on the ground, I can't move. I'm like, yeah, that was it. That was the one. You know? Yeah. That Like that right there. That was what was giving me my dopamine. So I didn't need the food. I was just eating the rice and the chicken, and I was shredding the weight. God, with that chicken, though. Oh, my God. It planted a seed in my head. I remembered how good food was and how, you know, all that stuff, how good it made me feel when I ate good food. But listen, I'm going to tell everybody right now, don't do what I did where you only eat one thing that's healthy and you do all that and you torture yourself. Have all the things that you want to eat. Just have them once in a while and proportion them down a little bit. You know, if you're used to eating five chicken tenders, maybe do three, you know? Well, yeah, because you're saving yourself, like, what, four or five hundred calories? Just oh, just yeah. cutting the two out. Yeah. And, like, it's just it's just to remind you, get that little taste in your mouth, remind you what it's like, you know? And you can chug a bottle of water and it'll make you full. Yeah. Like, that's, that's a good way of, like, fending off the craving yeah. is just chugging water. Yeah, I'm telling anybody here, if you got a craving for anything, take ten... Biggest gulps of water you possibly can, and then wait five minutes and tell me you're hungry again. Like honestly, I'd it. say I'd say the biggest thing that people can do to start nudging their way towards it is to get off the fucking soda. Oh God, yeah, soda's so fucking bad for you, and it's trash. There's nothing good about soda other than the sugar that you like in it. the The way that the way that I would propose people do that is. Get those um, those flavor enhancer squirt bottles. Oh yeah, yeah. For your water, what are, the, what are they called? Like Velo or something. Or something like that. Something like that. But you know, obviously, because when I started trying to get off soda, I would I would burn through one of those things in like a day or two. Yeah. I just I'd squirt a mass. It tasted like fucking Kool Aid whenever I got done. But as time went on, as you got away from that sugar caffeine rush, because Getting off energy drinks is even harder than soda, mm-hmm. but you uh, you then start kind of tapering it off and be like, I don't, I just need like a little bit, a little bit, and it'll get to the point where you're like, this doesn't even taste like anything. I just I put like a few drops in, and it just changed the color of it. There's no there's no taste difference, and then you just get to the point where you don't buy that. But you're saving yourself, you know, the people that. People that drink multiple Cokes or Mountain Dews in a day. I know people that go through, like, 20 packs of Coke. Yeah. 
And think about all the money you're saving too, not buying that shit. I remember when I used to spend the night at my, like, Lori and Jeff's as a kid. Yeah. They drank Coke like it was going out of fucking style, dude. I remember I go over there, I'm like, can I have some water? Like, we don't have water, but we got sweet tea, Coke, and Mountain Dew. I'm just like, what? Yeah, it's... And it was, so, man, I remember, like, I'd have a sugar rush like hell every time I was over there. It's it's bad habits that are hard to break, but like I said, you know, when it, when it comes to, like, New Year's resolutions, you know, you don't need to make it to where there it's some extravagant goal. You know, say you want, say you want to lose 50 pounds. Make a New Year's resolution to lose five. And then once you hit five, it's like, well, let's see if I get to ten. And the, a lot of things you guys need to realize, anybody who's never had a big accomplishment or never really strived to lose weight or anything, you need to stop expecting things to happen in three days. Yeah. Like, see, people really need to stop expecting things to happen instantly. That doesn't. That's not how things work. Did you get fat in three days? It's easier to put weight on than it is to take it off, I promise. Oh, yeah. And it took you longer than three days to put it on. You were expecting to take it off in three days? You're not David Goggins, okay? Chill out. Hell, even David Goggins, I guarantee if he was here right now talking, he'd be like, it didn't take three days. It took months. Oh, yeah. It yeah. took years. You get what I'm saying, though. Yeah. You're not, you're not pushing yourself to your limit. No, Hardly anybody truly is pushing their body to the limit. Because I've done it before, and I can't do that shit all the time. You know how mentally exhausting, not even physically, mentally exhausting it is to do that. Because your whole body is just like, you're dude, pushing you're your body. Die. You're pushing your body further than it wants to because your body is always going to take the path of least resistance. And when you're fighting through that, it takes mental fortitude, like truly. Man, when I was going on those sprints running, that feeling in my legs, oh man, oh my gosh. That's something I've been wanting to work on is I, I have never been good with cardio i can lift mm-hmm. you know you, that, that's the thing with cardio you got to have the mental fortitude to fight through your your limits yeah it's it's hard i've i've been meaning to just try and focus on that and again it's something that's an issue with a lot of people in this country time yeah the time it takes to go out and do these exercises yeah. You don't need a ton of time, but like when you're trying to focus on cardio, it's mm-hmm. like you need to carve out 30 minutes, an hour to go work on cardio. It's not like, yeah. you know, doing a 10, 15 minute, you know, weight rep set and, and being done. I think it's also a little bit to do with the TikTok brain as well. A lot of people don't have the attention span they, they did five, 10 years ago, I feel like, because of the way media and stuff's going. So, I feel like a lot of people aren't sticking with things very long. Yeah. Especially if they don't have immediate results. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know how many fitness pages are just 60 second videos? It's just like, if you want to have a big chest, do these. And then they do like an exercise, and then it's over. Like, that's all TikTok is on the fitness thing. Yeah. You know, somebody who's trying to get into that, they're going to be like, oh, that's all I got to do. And they're going to do that for three days, and then they're going to give up. Well... I like that guy. Do you know what I'm saying, though? I, I know, yeah, I know what you're saying. There's 60-second interval videos, really low attention span, very little information, just like... But see, I understand what he's trying to say. Is like, you know, you want to get shredded, do these, 
do these, do these. But this dude's also... And he says how many sets you're supposed to do and yeah. everything. But the thing, the thing that he needs to emphasize more is that you need to be religious about it. Oh, yeah. You have to be consistent. You have to be, like, literally six days a week type stuff. And also, I'm juiced, so you'll never be able to look like me if you do it. That's the thing, too, is that it gives that false sense mm-hmm. because a lot of these guys... That's, that's, that's another thing. I love Sam... I love Sam. He's my favorite fitness influencer, easily. Love him to death. That dude is juiced out of his fucking mind. Oh, yeah. Out of his mind. That dude's nuts are this fucking big. Yeah. At the same time, I don't... I like him as a personality. Oh, yeah. But I don't... I would never want to be that big. That's where we're different. (laughs) Dude, I want to still be able to take my fucking shirt off on my own. I want to fucking... I want to just, I want to be like fat people going through doorways, but it's my fucking delts. <laughs> Damn it. That's what I want. I want to just fucking break doorways with my mass. That's what I want. <clears throat> you want to be the Kool-Aid man. Yeah. I want to be like, yeah, literally. I want to bust through that shit. Yeah, see, I, I, I just, I'm already big. I just want to be bigger. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I know what you're saying, but I, I don't think the world needs that. No, they don't, but I need that. God is trying to nerf you, and you need to quit. He keeps nerfing me. He keeps nerfing me, but you seen the final score. It ain't stopping me, you heard? I know, I know. You have like a, you have an obscene KD on that. I don't know what it is about that game. I don't know what it is. I'm just, normally it takes me a while to get good at games, but it seemed like the minute I dove into that shit four or five games in, I was just locked in. Well, I I still I remember how much fun it was when we all were running heavies. <laughs> yeah. And that people were just like, Oh, I'm trying to get this I'm trying yeah. to collect this bank out and we're just like, Nope. I got six kills with one rocket the other day. Damn. It was a bunch of lights all fucking trying to sort each other. I just <laughs> from the fucking roof down on top of them with the RPG. Ding 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 just fucking coins flying everywhere. I'm I loved that though when we, cause that one that was uh, it was up on like the big rafters, and we're just like that it was almost over, and so we all just looked up and we just in succession just boom boom boom, and then it fell down to the ground floor and we fucking stole it from yeah. them. Yeah, it, it just that game has so much. It's gonna be the top esport game if it keeps up. I think there's some things that need to be looked at. The nuke strat needs to be nerfed. What are you the, talking about, nuke strat? You could put two C4s on an explosive barrel, throw it at somebody, or melee it, and it'll fly at them, and then you can detonate it, and it'll kill the entire team. Because it's an explosive barrel with two C4 on it. That's 580 damage. Oh, okay. In a radius of about a block. Because it's two C4s on an explosive barrel. Yeah. So, and I literally, I've seen people wipe like six, seven people with one barrel doing that. And there's barrels everywhere, and everybody runs C4 because of that strategy. I figure it'll probably get nerfed, but we'll see. Um, Maybe the explosions won't compound. It'll just be like the top explosion damage amount, and that's all that it'll do. Maybe. But uh, I don't know, man. I mean, Other other than that, though, I feel like the game's... I think Heavy might be a little too good. To be honest, as, as, as much as I'd hate to say that and it'd be nerfed, but I think Heavy's too strong. I think Light maybe could use a little more health. 
Yeah, if they buff light, heavy could stay the same. But at light's current situation, they just the the strat that I don't like. Literally, when I see a team of three lights, I'm like, oh boy, I'm about to get some Kadra. Well, my uh, my biggest beef that I found is when people run three mediums and they all have the healing beam. Oh yeah, that's the thing that needs to be nerfed. Like one healing beam on one guy, and that should be honestly something even more OP is a defensive heavy, an offensive heavy, and a heal beam medium. Yeah. That is the most broken comp you can do. A shield heavy that's using the shotgun for up close, and then one with the Lewis gun that's got the charge, that's already the most dangerous front line you can get. And plus the heal beam, they're never going to go down. Defibbing constantly. Like, every time we run that comp and Mason does that, even though he gets no kills, me and Eddie both drop 20 plus, both of us. And we sweep the fucking each team multiple yeah. times. And because of the defib, we just never die. Well, and it's that's where the esports is gonna come in. Because I feel like they're not gonna really nerf much of anything. They may buff this and that. But I see it as all these different strats are gonna be still in the game and it's how does the other team combat that strat? Because, mm-hmm. like, the nuke, well, don't stay the fuck together. That's true. That's true. It just does... But that's completely counterintuitive to what the game actually wants you to do. Yeah. You have to work together. So, you know, it's it, like, how do you... You know, if, if you find out, oh, they're, they're a nuke team... My problem is that it one-shots. Okay? Now... Normally, I'm okay with one-shots, but it needs to have, like, either an incredible time rot, some sort of balance to it. It needs one C4. You don't have to put two on it. Just one C4 and an explosive barrel, and you get two C4s, and it goes on cooldown as soon as you throw it. Yeah. So, you throw that thing, you pop somebody, go find another explosive barrel, and you rinse and repeat. And it can kill multiple people. It's got a huge radius. Yeah. Now, with the rocket launcher, yeah, it's a one-shot, but I can only one-shot a light. I can't one-shot a medium. I can't one-shot a heavy. It's got a 45-second cooldown on it, and I hurt myself if I do it up too close. I I really think that the RPG should be able to take out everything in one shot. Unless, you know, you're know. not... Unless you're not right, you know, next to it. Because if you're right next to it, I think it should just end whatever... That might be too strong, though, because one-shots, man, they're really strong... I, I know, but what about raising the cooldown to, like, 60 seconds? Honestly, I think I think it shouldn't one-shot anybody. It should just bring the light really, really low. What I'm if it takes one everything to one hit point? I don't think it should take heavies to one hit point. I'm okay with it taking half of heavy's health. Heavy needs to be able to tank shit, I feel like. Medium needs to be able to survive shit, but light, I don't feel like they deserve to die in one shot. They should be on the brink of death from it. Maybe, maybe an impact, a direct impact is a one shot, but man, I just, I just shoot at their feet and they fucking die. Yeah. Like, I don't even have to try against light. They go invisible, I just shoot where I think they're going to be and ding, they're done. I don't even have to think. It's not even like a skill thing. See, yeah, I have a lot of fun with light because I do the cloaking device with the sword, so while you're making them panic, I can kind of flank around and jack somebody, steal their coins, and then dip off to the collection booth. Mm -hmm. So, like, that's kind of a good way to, you know, play the game. Is that it's the strategy of 
you're the distraction. You put them in fucking panic mode because you launch a fucking rocket at them, and they're just like, oh, shit, the building's coming down. Yeah. And then I'm just, like, cleaning up, you know? It, you gonna be hopping on with me and Ed later on? Probably. Okay. Probably. He's waiting for me to get on later, so. Hell yeah. I'll definitely take a break from the, uh... Boulders the, grind? Yeah, the mental gymnastics that Boulders it, gave hey, me. Hey, I take. told you it'd be fun, but I told you there was a lot to it. Oh, yeah. I definitely told you there was a lot to it. I've um, been hearing, though, that people, people that have, like, went through and done damn near everything in Boulder's Gate. They've gone to, uh, what is it, uh, Divinity 2, their, like, previous game. Yeah. They are getting fucking destroyed in that game. Yeah. Apparently that game is hard as fuck. Oh, yeah, it is hard. I've played that. Um, not as fun, though, in my opinion. Not as in-depth. Yeah, it's not. But, uh, Boulder's Gate, though, I gotta say, if there are people who genuinely have done everything, they probably have clocked in close to 5K hours. Because do you know, there are, it is spaghetti, the routes that you can take yeah. through that shit. It's straight spaghetti. There's, like, to hear every bit of dialogue and every choice and every differentiation, you would have to literally, like, you'd have to play that game religiously since it came out. Well, and I would like to put a little bit out there. Because I've got beef with it. But, uh... I feel like the Steam... The Steam players fucked up. Because... Starfield won most innovative gameplay. Starfield? Yeah. I, have, I haven't played it. I've seen a lot about it. And it's... I don't see how it's innovative. Because it's just like, from what I've seen, is it's like Fallout 4 combat, maybe without the VATS system. I'm going to be honest with you. Call of Duty gets awards every year. I don't take any of that shit seriously. What the public says. Like, are you fucking There's kidding so me? There's so many people bitching that Baldur's Gate 3 won Game of the Year and Starfield didn't. When it comes How to could Steam, you think that Starfield... That buggy as basic Bethesda skinned mid, absolutely mid. That game is as mid as it can possibly come. It's a shinier No Man's Sky when No Man's Sky came it, out. Because they, I've seen that there's not a whole lot of content yeah. there. That game is whole allure is about exploration, yet the world is empty. It is empty, boring, bland. When your game has to have... When you boast that your game has 32,000 mods on it already, it's like, maybe you, it's because your game was lacking. You know why Bethesda games have so many mods and why they're so easy to mod? It's because they know the only fucking reason the community sticks around is because they can edit their games. And now, don't get me wrong. Why do you like, think Skyrim stuck around so long? I, I'm fully on board with making a game where it's just like, here's the framework... And then the community can build the world. It's a triple A title that's been making games for twenty years, dude. But I look at that as like I would like to see an indie company do that. I'm I'm more okay with an indie company doing that. But Bethesda being such a big, you know, and Microsoft is pushing the shit out of it because 
they're trying to justify their billion plus, you know, their multi billion dollar acquisition of Bethesda. It's the only reason why. Mm-hmm. And it's like, but to be a triple A title, you know, game company like Bethesda, and imagine if Rockstar just was just like, here's a city, modders can make the story. Like, we're going to have a bare bones fucking story and everything, but the modders will put, you know, the AI you know, NPCs that are walking around. They'll put the dialogue in. They'll put, you know, the new vehicles and guns. They'll put... Come on, dude. Like, Yeah, that's fucking lazy. I, I'm all for a game being a, a sandbox like that and modders making it a fantastic game. But if that's kind of your model, like Bethesda has become, with, like, Skyrim and shit, it's like, don't expect to win Game of the Year. I'm convinced that Bethesda, like, they're doing everything they can with their marketing to not complete their game. Like, what what is up with AAA titles and just not wanting to complete the game? And then you got, you got things like Lethal Company that it's just like, yeah, we know this is a shitty looking fucking game, but you're going to have a blast playing it. Have you seen the memes of people taking MW2, Call of Duty MW2, and they take a Sharpie and they make the two into a three? And they put it in, it goes, and it starts up MW3. (laughs) That's so fucking true. It's a reskin, bro. You guys paid $70 for a reskin, and then you paid $20 for the battle pass, and then you paid $30 for the map pack, and then you paid $10 for the next battle pass, and then you're going to pay $70 for the next game that's the reskin of the game you already have that's another 150 gigabyte download. Are you retarded? The... That's that's the war that we're in. They want us to fight the console war. They want us to fight Xbox is better. No, PlayStation's better. No, PC's better. PC is better. I'm just going to tell you right now. I mean, I can't help it. But it's objectively better. However, the what we really need to be fighting is unfinished games from AAA titles washed out fucking stories and mechanics not taking any any fucking chances whatsoever in development just making it look pretty and saying that we'll fix the bullshit later like paid DLC I you shouldn't pay 25 fucking dollars for a skin in Call of Duty it should be 99 cents yeah I seen one that was like the Nicki Minaj skin that you can get in Warzone yeah it's like 35 bucks it should be it should be like a dollar. Especially if you want to make it 25 bucks, okay, but that skin needs to be available to me in every fucking edition of yeah. your game moving forward. So that means that you have to constantly port over content and immediately make it available if I have it available on an earlier game. Yeah. That's the only way to justify the cost that it goes with. But they don't want that because if you find a skin you like and then you're not going to buy another skin. So what do they do? 25 bucks. New one comes out. Well, we put Nicki Minaj back in, but instead of a red dress, we gave her a black dress. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, whatever the fuck. I don't even know what she fucking looks like in that game. Probably like a, a horse. I'm pretty sure it's like a pink fucking suit or something. Well, she has a horse face. So, uh, I don't know. People, you know, talk about all these... Oh, they're so beautiful. No, they're not. No, they're not. 
Celebrities look like aliens to me most of the time. I've, you know, they're just people. They put, everybody puts these guys on like pedestals and it's just like, dude, they take a shit just like you do. They, there, there's certain celebrities I look at them and they're just fucking weird. The way they act is just weird. Well, would you want any of that fame? No. Not that, like that. Well, that's, that's like, you know. I'd be, I'd be okay with people being like, Do you want to be able to go get dinner and not have people come up and want to take selfies with you? Like, that's the kind of shit that... Yeah, I don't want that. I don't know. Like, I, I couldn't imagine not being I'm able to... I'm not going to lie, I like, I like attention. Well, everybody I like, likes I li- attention. I like, I like being the center of attention. I'm a loudmouth. I, I get, you know, I'm a people pleaser. But yeah. Like, if that were happening, I but, think that'd be too much. But people constantly taking pictures of you. And yeah, like paparazzi. Yeah, people would, hanging out in front of your house because they want to see, like, oh, he walked outside to get his mail and his underwear, and now it's on the cover of magazines. And you're like, That's, that sounds fucking lame. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't understand that. I don't understand people that you know, like the, um, the Harry and Meghan, Merkel. You know, and that, because I love that episode of South Park with the privacy tour. But it's true. It's like, you know, a lot of these people are just like, we don't like the attention. We want our privacy. And then it's just like, what the fuck are you doing? You're not talking about me? And they're just people. They put their pants on one leg at a time. They go take a shit. They eat shitty foods. Yeah, and yet, if, if some drama with a celebrity happens, that's like, I see that on the headline more than, like, the government talking about aliens and shit. It's it's shit like, you know, they, they learned to play the guitar really well, or, you know, they got cast in this movie that did really well. Like, it, it's not anything truly spectacular. You know, it's, it's impressive when somebody can shred on the fucking guitar. And it's amazing when they come out with great fucking music. But they're still just people. Mm-hmm. You don't need to put them on this demagogue pedestal that people do. You know, I would love to just hang out with Snoop Dogg. But he's just a person. Yeah. You know, I just think it would be fun to hang out with him. He's a cool person. He's a cool person. You know? I want to hear him talk about how Martha Stewart's a real OG. Like... I think that'd be fucking funny. But he's just a dude. If you could hang out with one celebrity, what would you go with? Ooh. One celebrity? That's tough. My, mine's, honestly, it's a dead tie between two. Who is it? Seth Rogen and William Defoe. I wouldn't do Seth Rogen. I think he's fallen off the fucking cart. Why? I just, I don't find his shit funny I haven't anymore. watched his shit in forever. Like, like I enjoyed him in Dumb Money. I haven't watched his movies in forever. I just watch him in, like, podcasts and stuff. But, uh... I, and, and see, that's the thing that sours me, is whenever these, like, these people that are so out of touch with regular citizens talk about politics... Because, like, for him, I, I want to say he's very, like, anti-gun and, like, you know, oh, yeah. anti-this, that, and the other. And it's just like, dude, you made your career by being a fucking stoner. 
which That's was true. illegal at the time. Like, and you openly boasted about it. Your dumbass fucking laugh and shit. Like that's what that's what kills me is whenever it's like, you know, it's did that do do any harm to anybody? Well, you did it anyway. And it's like, so what's wrong with the dude that just likes to collect fucking firearms and go to the range? You know, he's not shooting any place up. Bring bullies back into school. <laughs> then we won't have as many school shootings. Like it's it's not fucking hard. That's we didn't have bullies. Well, you might have you you, know, you probably were the the start of all the school shootings. I was firmly in school when Columbine happened. So I don't know. There were there were bullies when I was in school. They just didn't bully me because I was bigger than everyone. You know, I didn't I, really I didn't get reali- bullied either. I didn't realize it then, but now when I look back on it. I don't know if you ever knew him, but my best friend in high school, his name was Tyler Daly. This dude was a shrimp, talking short as fuck, this big around, 100 pounds soaking wet. Yeah. And this dude was sitting in the chair next to me, and I was sitting next to him, or I was going to sit next to him, and some dude's backpack was in the chair, so I grabbed it, and I put it in the floor, right? Yeah. And I sat in the chair, and I got next to Daly, and this dude goes, hey, what the fuck, Tyler? You know, that's, that's Daly's first name. He was just like... You put my backpack in the floor, huh? And then he was like fucking about to square up, about to fight him about it. And then I stood up and I went, I'm going to put your backpack in the floor. And he goes, okay, okay, okay. That's no big deal. That's no big, that's no big deal, Dylan. What's up, big dog? Hey, you, you, know, you do your thing, man. Just make sure to put it back when you're done, okay? See you. And I'm just like, okay, okay. And I didn't realize it at the time. I was just like, oh, okay, he's, he's being chill about it. He, he wasn't, you know, it's all good. But when I look back on it, that dude was ready to fight a fucking skeleton with skin draped over it. Yeah. But then when, you know, Igor, the fucking ogre, comes out, you know, beating its chest, he's like, oh, shit. Hold up. Yeah. That's stupid. Well, that's it's that's the thing of, you know, I remember in school where we had bullies, mm-hmm. but we also had people that, you know, bullies learn not to fuck with, and that's kind of how it kept people in check. So it was like, you know... Society these days are like, oh, it, school needs to be a safe place. And it's like, no, school needs to get you ready for the fucking real world. Mm-hmm. So what happens when you try when you mouth off to some dude that's nicknamed Mofo? He breaks his fucking hand over your face. That's yeah. what happens. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, I, I distinctly remember, like, you know, there, there was a guy that was just mouthy as fuck. And he mouthed off to this one guy... And the dude broke his fucking hand over the dude's face. Walked around for six weeks with a cast over his fucking hand. That dude didn't mouth off the rest of his time in that school. Damn. He was done. But it was just like, he broke his fucking hand over your face. That's the kind of shit that it takes. Yeah. Gotta do what you gotta do. It's, I I think maybe, uh, and that's the problem with the whole public school thing is that you know, you're trying to you're trying to make everything uniform, and society's not uniform. Yeah. So maybe to get the aggression out, to give confidence to some of these scrawnier kids, maybe there needs to be like a boxing thing yeah. in schools. And that's the thing is, even if you are small, if you're shrimp, like I just explained that dude as, you could do things and come out of that. 
you don't have to be that way. Learn jujitsu. And... Just because you're short don't mean you can't be mean. I promise. I, was, I know motherfuckers that can bench more than I can. And I have S-tier chest genetics, and I'm six foot six with no shoes on. I've seen little dudes climb up a motherfucker and oh, beat yeah. him down. Climb to their him like level. a jungle gym and start pounding him in the fucking temple. I've seen it. Yeah. I've seen it. Crazy motherfuckers. It's school shootings, man. It's you know we need to look into why it's going on instead of trying to ban every, the things that use it. Almost every school shooter is he. They all have mental illnesses, and all of them have. Problems in their home life, like with parents and stuff, or and they're on like SSRIs. They, they have like they, yeah, they have like no guidance, or they're on some fucked up medication. The like, medication that just kills your emotions. Yeah. And so all those emotions bottle up inside you, and then they eventually erupt out. Yeah. And it's like, hey, uh, maybe Pfizer shouldn't be fucking pushing these pills on fucking kids. That's the thing I hate about going to the doctor unless I have a broken fucking limb or something. It's like, I tell them any little symptom I have, they're going to give me three prescriptions. Yeah. I don't want all this fucking medication. I don't need all this fucking medication. It's It's just like, that's whenever I got off Adderall because one day I looked at the bottle and I was just like, what the fuck? Because I got the off brand Mm -hmm. because, you know, it was drastically cheaper. So I got the generic Adderall. And all it said on the fucking pill bottle was amphetamine. And I was yeah. like, motherfucker, I, I'm meth away. Mm-hmm. It's no wonder you, you know, you get shit done. Yeah, it, it's literally meth. It's not like snorting a fucking crushed up rock, of course. It's not yeah, like it's that. not truly meth, You're, but it's like, it's a small deviation of that compound oh, away. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because it's, meth is it's an a amphetamine. Stimulant. It's a stimulant, yeah. And I was just like, I'm... Don't get me wrong, there have been times where I'm like, man, I could get back on that. Yeah. I could drop 20 pounds by not wanting to eat and, you know, all this shit and be motivated to, like, you know, I'm going to go run. Why? I ain't got nothing else to do. But at the same time, I'm just like, uh uh-uh. uh. Uh uh. I think another thing that help, would help a lot of people, possibly you with the running, is if you had somebody to run with. Yeah. Misery loves company, and suffering with a friend through something makes suffering a little bit better. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When me and Caleb do stuff and we work out, I'm willing to go to failure a lot harder with him around, because I know I see him suffering, too, if that makes sense. Yeah, well, and it's also that... I'm not like, su- I'm not alone in my suffering. Well, when you're, when you're hanging out with the boys, you don't want to be, you know, you don't want to be labeled a little bitch. Oh, yeah. So if you don't go to failure... Then he can be like, come on, man, don't bitch out. Don't bitch out. One more rep. One more rep. Yeah. And that's the thing. We do assisted reps, too. So, like, when we can't go any further, we'll just help just a little bit. Be like, just finish it. Just finish it. Yeah. And we'll do that three or four times. Literally, I'm barely even lifting the weight anymore. Your fucking arms are just noodles. You just drop the weight, and they're just dangling. Yeah. You go so much harder with a friend. So. But, yeah, so... Moral of this episode, I guess, is small goals. Small goals. And they get you to the bigger goal. Mm-hmm. So if your goal is to lose 50 pounds... Focus on that's, 10. That's, that's a finish line. Make it like a fucking... Uh, Segment. Yeah, a quarter mile racetrack. And you're like, okay, so I need to. I want to lose 5 pounds, 5 pounds, 5 pounds. And once you do that 10 times, you're at the 50. Mm-hmm. But, you know, whenever you lose, say, I want to lose five pounds, 
maybe make it an objective like, I want to only drink one soda this week. You know, or one soda a day. If you're drinking three a day. Yeah, cut it back. Cut it back. And then once you get to that one, you'd be like, okay, every other day I'll have a soda. And then once once you get to that, okay, now just three times, you know, twice a week I'll have a soda. On the weekend, I'll have a soda on Saturday and Sunday. Then before you know it, you're like, fuck that, dude. I'm. I promise you all, if you quit soda and then you try to go back to it, you won't like it. I fucking hate it, dude. I've sat up, man, give me a Coke. And I take one sip and I'm just like... Can I get a water? I got a Dr. Pepper a couple months ago just because I, I forgot what it tastes like because that was my favorite soda before. I took a drink of it, dude, and my fucking stomach turned. I felt ill. Yeah. I felt like somebody fucking poisoned me. And you know why? Because I did get poisoned. There's nothing but fucking sugar, 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 sugar. All of it. An absurd amount of sugar, too. Yeah, it's... Just that one swig was probably... Like, damn near a third of a teaspoon of sugar. Like, it was fucking insane. Oh, yeah. It's... It literally hurt my stomach. It's it's crazy. And it didn't Small even... changes lead to big changes. That's yeah. that's my that's my point with it. And, and and whenever you get to that point where you stop drinking soda and stop eating as much sugar, man, fruit becomes like candy. Oh, I yeah. swear, I, I've been in a pineapple before and been like, damn, that's so fucking sweet. That makes me pucker up, you know? Yeah. So... You know, your taste changes a lot. You can actually, like, appreciate things. So, All right, well, that's it for this week. But uh, we'll catch you next time. And until then, do fun shit. Peace, bitches. Peace.